In a cold, faraway world, a battle is raging between evil and good. From the stars that came here to earth, caught in this struggle through the whole universe, robotic warriors. Who's up here? Welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure. TFYLP for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. And now, without further ado, here is Weird Wolf. Now, where did I put that chorus stop? Ratchet, did you take the chorus stop? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure, episode number 114, recorded July 25th, 2014. I am your host, Weird Wolf. Along with me this evening is co-host Plasticon. How's it going, guys? Glad to see you guys around. Headmaster Don. Everybody. And Brycey. Hey, how's it going? Um, We're going to try to keep it a little bit short tonight, even though uh, San Diego Comic-Con has been going on this past week and... uh, uh, a lot of there's been a lot of reveals, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, and uh, and everything. Um, Megamus is on vacation in sunny Florida, and uh, we wish him a, uh, a safe trip home. And uh, our fellow cast member Tobias, Doctor Arkaville, he's a little bit under the weather, and wish him a speedy recovery. Um, so, guys, uh, San Diego Comic Con, we had some. Big reveals. Now there was some hints that was um, uh, shown at Botcon this year, but um, one of them was a silhouette uh, of a combiner, and then the other was actually shown as an Optimus Prime, which turned out to be um, Motormaster as the repaint of Motormaster. And uh, the theme for next year is going to be called Combiner Wars. Any thoughts on that? Looking good so far. Looking good. Uh, I'm still of the mind that I wish we had saw this saw this at BotCon versus San Diego, but you know yeah. I understand you know needing the pre- the the press attention is greater at San Diego, but they look great. Uh, only two, if the math holds up, because we, we talked about this before, four Voyagers and 16 Deluxes were left. So we've seen two Voyagers and eight Deluxes. Uh, so we still have two teams, if, if those last slots are for teams, uh, unaccounted for. All I'm yeah. saying is it's about damn time. Thank God. And they do look, they look they look great. Uh, I'm, I, it looks like some of the aesthetic choices they made for the Combaticons did not carry over into this new line. Well, they're putting a tiny little torso along on a small child. Oh, well, they, these don't suck. <laughs> no. These, these guys actually look great. Uh, they look decently proportioned. Minasaur kind of has, uh, has an overly chunky... Um, aspect to him but but i like it it's his aesthetic is is nice uh bryce did you say you had those uh ready to share uh pull them yeah. up here for Let's the uh, you want. video viewers well, let's look at minasaur first now one thing one thing i one thing i've heard is that uh 
two things. One, that some of these figures might be glued together. The ones on the, uh, they were showing at the breakfast thing. Yeah. yeah well, these, they're just made with protoplastic, and protoplastic is quite weak. Okay, well, that's uh, that's actually a part of Minasaur there, but. There's Minasaur. Okay. Yeah, so uh, video viewers can see uh, on YouTube the uh, the Minnesota that's uh, that's showing there. Uh, Bryce, you'll have to uh, talk a little bit to highlight the video. Okay. But. It looks pretty good. The Wild Rider being renamed in a truck, I'm wondering if they're going to put an actual Wild Rider out later with his name since they've used it recently. But the I can see uh, them doing it as a separate release. What's Dynacon Wild Rider? Yeah, because that one's not called Wild Rider; it's off road. Off road, yeah. yeah. And it's also a pickup truck too. He's no longer yeah. a Ferrari. So I could see them doing a real Wild Rider later on as an exclusive or something, separate deluxe release maybe. Or maybe yeah. just repainting the uh, the dead end there. Yeah, as as like a wild rider, and then because he'll have the he should have the connector point. Uh, or, I'm sorry, ports, and uh, uh, well, there's one thing that I was looking at because you look at if you look at the uh, the transformation from robot mode, um, if you notice how the torsos are on every one of them, I'm thinking it's a head flip gimmick for the torso in order to expose the combiner port. Um, yeah, it looks like it's. I wouldn't be so. surprised if they're trying to use a little bit of the Energon and um, the Power Core combiner ports that they were using, because you know, obviously, back in the day, all of us that had a, you know, a combiner from back then, you know, we had to deal with the peg heads, right? Well, these things were a nightmare. Thank God they actually have like a metal rod thrown to it, so that way it actually allows uh, some type of articulation. I'm actually excited about this set because it's. They've, the the design just behind everything they've done with it is great. I don't mind the pickup truck, although myself being a customizer, I would be more prone to possibly pick up maybe another breakdown, another dead end repaint as a wild rider. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, I did notice, though, when I was looking at the construction of those, it looks as if maybe you could possibly pull the torso portion off, and it might be a swappable piece. So they might be sharing some of the same um, transformation gimmick, because it looks like there's a lot of just like the same part. They just slightly molded it different, which is kind of cool, because it looks like they're all. Um, I mean, they're all in pretty good scale. I, I don't mind Motormaster always supposed to be bigger, and that's great that they did this, but. One thing I know some people kind of cringed about is drag stiff not having six wheels. Well, oh well. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, it's classic. But it's, it's, it's still a cool vehicle. Yeah. But now one one interesting one interesting thing about these new combiners is if you look at his chest plate, well, first take off the purple sword hilt they left on there by mistake. That, you know, yeah, that doesn't you know, that, that needs to come off. But the 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 chest piece is actually a third level a third size character because they're spreading this over three different price points. 
Legends, Deluxes, and Voyagers, and that's rumored to be Blackjack based on the MicroMaster. So not only I'm sure I'm sure MotorMaster has a torso has a, a chest plate that looks fine as is, but you can get the Blackjack character in the Legends class and combine them with the Minosaur. Just maybe want that chest plate even more. Yeah, which is which is which is the same thing they're doing for the aerial bots, uh, because the aerial bots gun is Power Glide, which has been shown to be a upcoming Legends figure. Right, and I, and this is something that I absolutely love that they're doing. They're finally giving us a set that can actually combine together in different ways. I mean, G1 had it across the board. I mean, you can take the Target Masters and plug them into almost every guy's hand. And the same thing with, like, some of the combiner bits. You can plug them in the Metroplex. You can swap them amongst, you know, several things. And everything worked out really well. And I'm glad they're doing this because this is what the – to me, the toy line has needed this for a long time. It needed to pick up from what it used to be. I and love I, how they're doing this, though. This, it's the beauty. I mean, the, the Motor Master's beautiful. I think it's great the way they did it. And you can actually tell the transformation by looking at it. So there's no second guessing in your head of how difficult it's going to be. It's going to be fun. It is going to be cumbersome. Yeah. Now, the, the, only, the only thing that I'm harboring concern for, and I'm sure y'all thought of this too, is the case assortments are not going to be, you know, you're not going to be getting Superion Deluxes at the same time Silver Bolt's out. You're going to be getting, like, I believe the case, the first assortment was uh, mostly Aerial Bots and one Stunticon. And then the next wave will be mostly stunted cons and one aerial bot. Then you've got the legend figures on top of that that tie into the play pattern. So completing full sets at retail. It's going to be fun. It's going to be. It, it's basically I, I called this like trying to trying to do your uh, DC, DC uh, in, sorry DC Universe Classics build of figures. You know, it's going to be hunting down every store you can go to to find these component parts. And scalping is going to be a real bad issue on these. Uh, I mean, just because, well, of the, you know, the, the, the one, like, I believe Drag Strip is the first Thundercon in the Aerobot wave. Well, the thing is, I mean, honestly, any of us that are major collectors, most of us, when a pre-order comes up through Capture Prey or BBTS or any of those, we normally just go and full-on buy the whole thing so we don't have to jump from store to store. And honestly, if you guys are that pumped about these things, that's the easiest way of doing it. Now, sadly, some of you guys that cannot purchase them that way, it is going to be a pain in the butt to get them. There will be scalpers, but you got to keep in mind, you make enough friends in the communities and you know enough people, somebody will end up getting the bits and pieces you need to complete exactly. your combined. So that's, uh, a, a lot of the message boards, a lot of the news groups, we're all, when this stuff starts hitting, we're all going to have to work together to help everybody complete these things because the better these things sell and the less frustrating it is for collectors – That'll get back hopefully to Hasbro in some fashion, and they'll keep making these things because we still have so many combiners, even with the other two slots already filled. How, how many, not even counting Japanese combiners, they could do. We've still got several American ones that that haven't been haven't been redone yet. 
Right. And honestly, I'm try I've been sitting there trying to think, you know, and I was talking to some friends of mine about this, and we were talking about what if they were to do Devastator? How would they do Devastator? When you think about it, there are six components, including the chess piece. So you can technically do a Devastator with this design intent. You can either make him a chess piece or make him a gun or have him split in half into two guns. Something crazy if you actually wanted to do a Devastator. Or you could do five figures, and he would sort of like the Creons. You can form the Creon combiners with just four, but you can't add that fifth member if you find them in the blind pack. The sixth member of the Constructed Cons would be one of the Legend class figures that could perhaps become a torso. So yeah, that that's what I was saying. Torso or Master or maybe even like a crazy backpack. So, you know, it's the the design intent behind this is ingenious. This is the way it should have been. It's the way it was back in G1. You had all this crazy different ways to combine. Well, thank God they've kind of revisited that because they know what people want now. A lot of the guys that are into the Armada and stuff, if you think about it, that Optimus Prime that's coming out, that Optimus is a combiner. It combines. It's identical to the Minosaur. Yeah. Well, now so actually, I, there is a possibility we might get something for Armada to combine with that, or maybe a Masquerade version. That I brought that up uh, elsewhere, and so, so did Rob Clay. That is what a lot of people are wanting to see because that the connection ports on that Voyager Prime just beg for a Stunticon repaint set. It, it, it just it seems too perfect to not do it. I'm I see that as a botcon set. I see them. I'm thinking more. I'm thinking maybe hobby, because they because e they hobby has not done much whatsoever lately. Um, yeah. The last yeah. time I talked to Proto Man, Proto Man said that their last sales that they did did not do that well, and they have been sinking. Unfortunately, oh, wow. I don't know what's going on with the company because we haven't seen any. I mean, normally we'll see eHobby do like a crazy exclusive or they do some kind of like reissue thing or something like that. We haven't seen any of that. Since what was the last yeah, eHobby release? Yeah. Jumping on the Shattered Glass train was probably not a good idea. Well, you know, I'm just wondering, I just, because if, if they did the Masquerade Minosaur in Autobot colors, you kind of would probably have to include a copy of that episode on DVD just to help fill out the set and maybe add some context. That's true. Now, you know, now, now I got a, I got a question though. Was there a comic book that did that too? I don't know if there was a comic no, book involved with so. that or not. No, no not, but there they did say that uh, that these uh, that the deluxes would be. Didn't they say that they would come with a comic book in this? Uh, uh, I think in this not new line. From what I'm hearing, they may be dropping the in the Legends class set figures. The reason we didn't see Power Glide have a mini con partner is because they're adding the extra transformation to weapons in this case that they're dropping the mini con partner and adding a trading card. Okay, that's cool. Well, uh, from what I uh, from what I gathered, uh, now I I could be wrong on this. Uh, I might be misquoting. But uh, from what I've under, uh, I understand, the all the deluxes and I think the Voyagers are going to come with a comic book that is specific to that character, and uh, each one of the, uh, each one of the new uh, things, be it uh, be it the Legends, the deluxes, or the Voyagers, are going to come with a collector card. 
Uh, I now, mean, I don't, that, I don't they see may them not doing that because the guys well, that have been working for IDW, they have been doing amazing work. And they have. And they, this and is a great way up. for everybody to still get these awesome comic books. Some people don't have comic shops like where I'm located. There's no comic shops out here. But I can go to Walmart or something like that and find one of his figures with a comic book. That's a way to get it out there for those guys that are really hungry for, you know, paper copies of their comic books. Not everybody likes those, but, you know, myself, I'm more of a, I want the paper one. I don't want digital. So I can see them possibly carrying it on. And bringing in collector's cards, that's awesome. Please do. Collector's cards have been something in Transformers for years. Everybody's had these things. And well, I actually they need to continue the, it. I actually see the collector's cards as a, uh, uh, like a tech spec. I'd love to see them return to like a tech spec bio uh, as a collector card. It'd be like the Japanese uh, Takara reissues. You know, they had the, the little tech specs on a bio, on a, uh, on like a, Playing card size. And that was really neat. Sorry. That's one thing I Go want ahead. them to see. One thing I want to see Hasbro get back to is because, because a lot of this stuff does not have fiction behind it, other than what's on the back of the card. And the past several years, other than the Voyagers, like the Beast Hunters Deluxes, they got almost no bios at all. I want to see them, and I'm not being a G1 purist. I'm just saying I want them to go back to actual decent bios on the back just to help flesh out the characters more and have a little more play value for the kids. Like, oh, this guy's a bully. He runs people off the road. This guy's a motorcycle, and he's going to stop him. So at least you get some idea of who these characters are, even if there's no grand fiction behind them. Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, if you look at the bios that are on the back of them now, they're just not it's not anything really. It doesn't really tell you anything about the character. I mean, some people don't even know who Double Dealer was when we got a Voyager of that thing. You know, some people say, what's a Double Dealer? And that's the newer kids. They don't know that character, but they know Optimus Prime. They know Bumblebee. They know who Cliff Jumper and RC and all these guys are, but they have no idea who Double Dealer is. Or even a Star Saber. They would never know what that is unless they remember Energon. So that's a complete different story now. Yeah. So, and, and, the, and also the instruction manuals. Hasbro has got to do a better job with the instruction manuals. I, I think I think it's a step up on some of the movie ones because I, I can do them with Adam, but part of my nostalgic memories is getting getting that full color instruction pamphlet, opening it up, and going step by step and just watching it unfold from start to finish. And when I have when I'm being a 44 year old collector and I have to watch a YouTube video because the instructions are so bad I can't figure out what goes where. There's a problem. It's very true. And I agree with you. And honestly, I think what they should do when it comes to the instruction manuals is like, you know, everybody here remembers Generation 1 Optimus Primes. It's a fold-out that comes out like this. And it's a short little thing. It's not some big, gigantic thing that folds out like a map. You don't need a map unless you're doing something like Metroplex or something yeah. big like that. And then All you need is a small one, especially for the, some of the, some of these guys are not that big. I mean, yeah. honestly, 
I would say the scale of each individual one of those is about the size of this jazz. And everybody complained about him being too small. Those combiners are about this size. Because yeah. I watched the video. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there is a video on YouTube, and I had I had shared it on my um on my Facebook page and everything of the Hasbro designers talking about their product, and they had it in hand of how big it is. So it kind of gives you an idea of what scale they really are. So yeah, settle down, Dora. But I mean, it's it's great. I mean, I, and, and I love hearing designer commentary. And yes, I know Vangelis says it too, but myself, I'm one of those kind of guys that goes kind of giddy about that because I like to hear what went through their head, what went through the process of them designing something, you know, taking a complete different spin and going a different direction compared to what everybody else was thinking was going to end up happening to the franchise. I mean, honestly, everybody here has been to Walmart seen how crappy these age of extinction toys are selling but these generations toys is going to completely dominate what's going to happen right now it's they have got to differentiate the packaging i yeah, swear uh, well walmart doesn't know how to complete, them. they're going to completely you know? change what you know the packaging is going to be with the generation stuff i mean i'm pretty sure they're going to kind of stick with some of the the general stuff they have but i could see them with this operation combination thing which is kind of the same thing they did back in the 80s but that was a japanese thing because bryson knows what i'm talking about there but well, this um is common uh combiner wars so yeah they call it combiner wars they should have called it operation combination yeah because that would have just been a straight like hello jap hello japan we're listening kind of thing you know so, the, these things can hit so well on so many levels other than the distribution problems, that's the that's the one thing I think that, that can really be a, a, a frustrating thing about this whole rollout, no pun intended. What well, I really want is a Destron six-wing repaint of Superion. Yeah, that like would it. be very interesting to see them do that. And what I'm seeing right now, and I've talked to a there's lot of people, maybe, there's, there's a lot of customizers out there like me. They want these because there is so many customization options you can do with these now. Because you know, well, you well, you could use the aerial bots to some degree to get Lyokaiser. It, it wouldn't be G1 accurate, but still, you, it could be done. And well, I mean, we had a little bit of a conversation with Proto Man the last time he was on, and he hinted toward such things possibly happening. And honestly, I can see that happening. I can see them, res you know, releasing like a computron or something like that and then releasing like maybe like a bruticus and then you're able to come you know kit bash something together to make yeah. a lyo kaiser and, and i would i mean myself i want to see a land cross i would love to see a land cross because land cross is one bot that didn't really get much love and it's an excellent gimmick and i think they could honestly pull it off with this yeah he got a whole line of love it's called energon <laughs> well, everybody knows how Energon turned out. It wasn't that great, but with this new combination, <laughs> yeah. But with these new combinations and stuff, the way they're able to do this now, I mean, it's like they basically are listening to all the third parties out there, and like Proto Man said, slapped it in the book. Well, they're obviously going through and seeing how these third parties engineered something. They're like, oh, well, if we change this, this, and this, and make it an official thing and make it cheaper. 
we can still sell it. And if you notice the way some of those do transform, they kind of have Superion, a feel to them. Superion too. looks way better than uh, uh, Uranus. Yeah. Plus, oh, it looks to, beautiful. So, and these are supposed to have scramble power. So that's another that's a whole other. Uh, so the fists thing are the feet. Well, the thing is, finally they smartened up. You don't need to build the fists and the feet into the robot. Plug it on. It's the yep. way it needs to be. Get the hell over it if you don't like parts formers. Why you buying combiners? Well, that's uh, the robot. Well, what do you? Oh, sorry, Jordan. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, the uh, the fists and the feet kind of look like they might connect to the uh, to the robots individually as like weapons. So um, I think they are like a, cannons. Well, if you look at the Minosaur, the way the fists are, they have guns in the knuckles. If you look at the feet, it looks like there's guns sticking out. So it obviously, it looks part. like they're doing the same thing. Well, I think there might be, but there's like uh, slight mold changes in them. Check but close. it does look like something that plugs directly onto the back. Because, I mean, come on, everybody knew the stunts concept had all these guns that plugged into the rear end of them. So, this project forgot that. Now, uh, as far as the, the next two combiners, uh, the running theory is, of course, Bruticus and Defensor. Um, anybody think they're going to surprise us and maybe do a Brucus later on since they since, since they just did? I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking that since they just did Bruticus uh, and Abominus didn't get a total, you know, the, Abominus had that little bitty character, and they and so we know they still had the name. Um, instead of having four different sets that are four different, uh, you know, four kinds of vehicles, why not have three sets that are like vehicles, and then one set uh, of like beasts or two sets that are beasts? You can have an abominus and a predicane, or an abominus and a defensor. I'm leaning more towards I'm sure uh, defensor is next. I'm uh, I'm leaning more towards defensor and abominus. I'd like to because uh, I think they're going to throw some beasts in there too. Well, it's a possibility because I was thinking, you know, maybe if they, I'm thinking, you know, maybe Abominus and Computron, honestly. Yeah, because because yeah. um, the the thing with me is like, okay, if you got Abominus, right? If you color it the right way, you can make a Predicane. But if you also color it a different way, hello, we got Dino King and Monstructor out of that set. Plus, also, if you notice, it's Superion and Minosaur. Those two are kind of paired together because they had, because Keter Vector Sigma was their introduction episode. If exactly. it is if it is Bruticus and Defensor, they're kind of each other's you know, adversaries. Adversaries. You know, Bruticus did go up against Superion once or twice, but Superion is more Minosaur's foe. So if they're doing it in sets of that makes sense to be released in the same set. You could get Abominus and Predaking because they both were in um, Call of the Primitives. That may be a little too fanboyish, but you know there may That's be some logic to that. Too. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the best ones. But I mean, honestly, the way I see it is like if they do this, they're gonna do this in a certain way. I, and if this entire thing is bringing in an entire combination line, I got a feeling it's probably going to go further than just, you know, Scramble City. I mean, we might end up actually getting a Skylinks that splits. You know, here, here's so, what I'm thinking. If they didn't mind having Sound Blaster and Sound Wave in the same set, in the same case assortment, when the Fall of Cybertron figure came out, who's to say Predaking and Abominus can't be the same molds recolored and it'd be the same situation? 
That's what I was that thinking. Because, be. I mean, it was like, you know, they could do literally the same mold. And you could do, okay, let's hark to the, uh, let's give it G1 colors, but hark toward the prime aesthetic and give it a dragon with two heads. And, you know, call this thing Predaking. And then give us a hunger with an abominus. But then they can turn it back around and do a dino king and a monstructor out of that as well. Well, I mean, they're, I they're obviously Takara, setting themselves. Honestly, I can see Takara taking those two molds and getting the Dino King and the uh, Monstructor out of those. Well, they're obviously setting themselves up for multiple redecos of each one because we know that uh, Superion uh, had a G2 deco. Uh, deco. Oh, yeah, Manasaur has been in the news lately as with his G2 deco. God, um, I hope. I hope we get G2 Minasaur out of this. I hope he's an Amazon exclusive. I hope they bring back the same designer that did the box for Bruticus. I will, I will throw money at my screen as soon as this is announced. Well, I've already come to the conclusion to be on the safe side. I plan on buying two of each. So I can do my own G2 variant. If they do release an official, cool. But I'll also have my custom version as well. Yeah, I, I think I think I'll actually buy two and then send you one if if they don't. Well, the the thing is to me, it's like, look, I don't know if they're going to do that. More than likely, we probably won't see repaints for these things for like a good two to three years. Sometimes it's sometimes that's how long it takes them to do like a repaint of something. So, you never know. We don't know where they're going with this. I mean, especially with the prime they're releasing, they can combine. Yeah. Well, they haven't seen any of the other ones, and you obviously you think in your head, okay, you can have a, um, you can have like a jazz out of one of those molds. You can have a mirage, obviously. You can have, you know, you can go through all of them. Like, yeah, it's 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 a no-brainer for them to do that. And I have to say that Motormaster pulls off that mold much better than Prime. It's a lot better looking at. I'm, uh, I read this somewhere, and I'm, I can't give credit because I can't remember who said it. But someone said, like, it seems like Minasaur, Motormaster came first, and someone said, hey, let's make, let's make a Prime out of that. So Prime was just kind of the afterthought with some tweaks. Well, also the thing that I was trying to look at, and I was looking at the uh, the Generations Megatron. There's a lot of people that have been looking at that one. Um, everybody's, like, raving about the armada version you guys can have the armada version i don't want that i want the g1 colored one but i was looking at i was like is there any way that maybe that could possibly be a combiner in any way you know because if the prime's a combiner why wouldn't they make the megatron a combiner you see what i'm getting at which is kind of odd but i mean honestly if they're going to release that Megatron, please, for the love of God, give us G2 Megatron out of that. You know, it's easy. I'm, it's I'm, so easy. I'm hoping... It's with, just a color change. Well, does anyone know how successful the G2 Bruticus was by numbers? Because if, if that is successful as, as I perceive it to be, they could have a complete G2 line with that same packaging you know, guy doing the work. That would be massive selling points for, you know, all these G2 uh, versions. The thing is with G2, I mean, the reason why G2 is on the radar now is because of that one auction. That one auction totally, like, hit Actually, everybody no. in the face. And it's like, wow, really? We didn't you know, know I, G2 was selling this well, you know? And well, now if you I get on eBay, you see G2 prices jumping up some because people are going crazy about it now. Yeah. So. Well, 
you know, it's just well, the Brutus came out before that. I know it's just it just seems like it's one of the, it's one of those lines that people forgot they loved until they see something from it. Then they remembered they kind of loved it for all these different reasons. Yeah. So I, I'm just hoping it's all well enough to keep that going down the road because, you know. Well, my thing, if you think about it, if they're going to do G2 stuff, if they're going to totally do like G2, you know, give us like a G2 Mirage or G2 Deludge or what was uh, – there was Deludge. a recolor of him that was in um, – but, I mean, not not just Deludge. He had Leadfoot that was Deluge. also – a G2. Deluge. Deluge, not Deluge. Deluge. And then you had, um, there was a European version of him, but I don't know, was he named Deluge or was he named something else? No, Deluge was a different one in Deluge. Europe. I think he was... I have... Oh, crap, I have that one, too. I can't remember the name of him offhand. But, I mean... Drench. Yeah. Drench. No, no, it wasn't Drench. It wasn't Drench. Was it Drench? Drench was a different one. Um, but anyway, like I'm saying, I mean, whoa, we got a new F1 mold. It's so easy to do that. And then somebody's going to say, oh, well, why not do a double clutch? You see what I'm getting at? There's so many different remolds they can do of that one character that they literally released. Look, they released a breakdown. Hmm, we could do a sun streaker and a uh, side swipe out of this thing. I like if you can uh, somehow, uh, if you, you could. Yeah, we'll do a, a punch, punch out of it. Speedstream Speed was the name of the European one. Yeah, that's his name. But, I mean, what I'm saying is there's so many potential things they can do with this. And I can see, like I said, customizers even going crazy with this, too. They're like, really? I could just buy a crap ton of these things and just customize them into everything that I wanted. And then if they release it, cool. If they don't, then... I still have it. You know, well, I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm not, I don't follow the customizing field because you know, it's something that I can't do. Uh, and seeing other people do it is nice, but I can't replicate it because I have no skill. But, you know, I'm just thinking, you what are we going to see from, from stuff like, from, from, from you or from Frenzy Rumble or from Cheetamus? The things we're going to see from these molds is going to be just mind blowing. We got two Plasticons right now. I have now split. <laughs> when I, when it's I, called when, DSL. Yes, DSL does not rock. It sucks. Okay. <laughs> so which, so which one's the shattered glass one? <laughs> the one with the goatee. The other one. The other one. <laughs> Damn it. My goatee. Can't for nothing. <laughs> so, uh, Superion. Um, personally, and now Minasaur looks great. But me personally, I think Superion so far that we have seen is the one that absolutely stands out as, oh, my God, must have that. And the only thing that I've, I kind of scratch my head with is that they've turned Slingshot into a helicopter. But it works. Yeah, but that also may be to get your Vortex and your Blades out of that, too. Yeah. They also got the – they called them Alpha Bravo instead of Slingshot. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like Alpha Bravo is like – Manly jumps out of planes or something. It's just, it's a little, it's so macho for slingshot. Yeah. Well, Fireflight is called Firefly, isn't he? And you, and you know, we're going to see, yeah. we're going to see him done in Serenity colors, of course. Yeah. Now, Bryce, he's got uh, Superion pulled up there. 
I've still come to the conclusion that I'm probably going to buy two fire flights so that way I can kit bash me one into a actual slingshot. I'm thinking they're gonna not saying that the, and then I'll probably repaint the freaking helicopter into some G2 thing or something like that. <laughs> well, um, Superion, I mean, he, I mean, his proportions look right. I mean, he's got the skinny thigh syndrome that uh, apparently all Superions have. But me personally, I think this one works in. He looks gorgeous. He's got the right kind of face. Uh, and, uh, and, and, yeah, and, and Silverbolt. Oh, my God. I mean, the way they pulled off the SST. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just, I mean, it's straight up a Concord again. I love it. I, I, mm -hmm. and, and the thing I love about this, and some people hate this, but I'm like, yes, it's got robot kibble underneath it. Thank God it looks just like the G1. I, I was so happy about that when I saw well, that. I was the like, universe uh, silver right. bolt, and the universe silver bolt was awesome. I loved it. Uh, yeah. The only problem with it is it didn't have anybody to combine with, and you know I, I kept waiting for a third party to make some way to do it. And I'm like, please, you know, I mean, because that was to me the the most perfect looking uh, silver bolt that they had made in years. I, I just hope this Superion does not follow one G1 tradition and, ha and be called Mr. Floppy Legs. Because both G1 and G2 Superion, when you stand them straight up, they do this. Yeah, lean and, forward. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, well, I don't see conduct. that having a... I mean, I don't see that being an issue. Because, I mean, you think about that uh, that Superion they released along, you know, during Energon. It really didn't have floppy leg syndrome. I mean, the combiner bits were kind of odd, but they had a, that's where Fans Project came in and gave us that upgrade kit for it. And man, like, great. So, I mean, I don't see us having that issue anymore because the engineering itself, even getting into like the minute, like teeny tiniest things now, they can actually engineer quite a bit of rationing joints within those now. So, I don't see us really having that big of an issue. Now skydive! Oh my God, that looks gorgeous. There's firefly, or firefly. Yeah. yeah, those those jets look awesome, but I still think it's really really weird that they couldn't have just gave us an F-16. Why why the split wing? I don't understand the split wing. Yeah, air raids. Yeah, air raids. I mean, if you look at him, he's got a split wing on the back. I'm like, that's an F-16. How? No, that will not be an F-15. No, that one, he's, yeah, he's supposed to be an F-15, not an F-14. But that's cool that it is an F-14, because if you notice, it's got pins in the wings, so obviously the wings have the retracting gear. That's cool. I, I can pass that, but. He still looks good. I, yeah, but Skydive looks weird with that split wing being an F-16. It's an F-16 with a split wing on the back. It's really weird looking. It's very yeah. odd. Now, I can see some people probably saying, oh, well, you know, modify it or whatever. But, I mean, I can I can live with it, but it's still cool. I, I, I think it's a gorgeous-looking plane mode. It's a gorgeous-looking bot mode. They work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing about the Aerobots is they've always all, other than Silverboard, they've all transformed the same. You know, 
you know, and basketball people were complaining about the Uranus. They, they were all similar. They're aerial bots. They all they, they all, all transform. They're the same. airplanes. What do you expect? Their head to pop out of their ass? But at least, <laughs> I mean, but come at least on. This, least, Stranger <laughs> things have happened. You know, at, le- at least with Slingshot being a helicopter, you do get some more variety in the designs, and it doesn't look that bad, I don't think. No, and, and they still maintained his uh, his original look in the robot mode. I mean, you can tell still that, that is. a chrome chest. Where is this, like, car grill? Do, do they, it looks like you, uh, they did kind of have the, uh, do kind of have the uh, the Rolls Royce chest going on there. Oh, you're right. You're right. It does yeah. kind of look like that. I'm, okay, third parties, I want a purple griffin. <laughs> for years we have not been given our purple griffin you have got to give us our purple griffin now so we can have a little scale of uh, I forgot his name Fadul Habsad from Aerial Assault I'm probably Abdul Fakadi. no that was the supreme commander and dictator for life oh yeah so I want a purple griffin just to pose him in the t- little hair and Everything. <laughs> and they, and yeah, they, I, they can even, I, give, the, they even give, the, give the Purple Griffin a robot mode that we never got to see. I, I really think it'd be cool Check if they actually did decide to do a G2 repaint of this entire thing. It looks sick. I will buy a G2 repaint. Because, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, really, if you look at it, it's, these things are so awesome the way they're designed. I mean, I'm glad that they finally gave us something that, you know, a lot of people's like, oh, my God, I want those. Like, they can't wait because where and, are and, they? And I don't think this is just – I am not a G I'm – using, I'm, using I'm using the term here, a G1-er. I'm not – I like all the lines across the board except for Energon for the moon. But uh, I think they're just trying to hit a good balance of styles between, say, Prime – G1. There's a little bit, I say a little bit of Cybertron in these, maybe just a little bit here and there. But I think they really hit a good aesthetic without it being slavish to just G1. Well, that's very true. Because, I mean, if you look at the way the transformations are, I mean, it doesn't, it, they're not going to be super simple, but they're not going to be super difficult. It looks like they've learned a lot throughout the years with their combining power that they've had. You know, all these different kind of combiners they've built. I think they finally, and I'm pretty sure we're, we're, they're going to end up hitting. This is going to be the sweet point, honestly, I think. Well, because and, and something that's this is great. very obvious to me, and I mean, yes, we've been getting some good homages here in, in the last couple of years. But, you know, in this new group that's that's come in since Aaron Archer and his crew um, uh, left their positions, um, you've got some guys that obviously have some, at least some love for generation one. And that's very evident in these figures here. Um, you know, I mean, these are s- such terrific homages. I'm, I'm really happy. And I think the brand, uh, at least for the time being is in good hands. Um, you know, I, I have confidence. This is restored confidence. And, you know, we could see them, uh, testing the waters for this, uh, a couple years ago. I mean, it started with the power, uh, power core combiners a few years back, and then you had the Bruticus, uh, the false side of Patron Bruticus, and the uh, uh, the Ruination. Um, 
you know, they, I, th I think what they were doing with that was testing the market, seeing if, you know, if they, if they release, you know, parts of a combiner uh, as like, like everything in that, in that wave or set, uh, you know, and we heard them say at a botcon a number of years back that uh, the, uh, that they were afraid to do combiners because they didn't want to have the entire line uh, covering up, you know, uh, just nothing but combiners. But by doing this, you can, if you don't, you don't have to buy the whole combiner. You can buy each individual bot because everybody on this po podcast knows that Amber is going to tear that, bro uh, that breakdown up. You know, she is, she's probably going to buy two or three of those. Well, and and the thing is, as standalone figures, I mean, these toys are, are great looking toys on their own. So if there, if it's a little kid who likes this car because it's cool because of X reason, and he doesn't care anything about the combiners, he'll be happy with this one car because it looks that's that good true. overall. That's very true, and I mean that's that's the way it was. Like even when we were, you know, you think. Flashback, oh my god, think back when you were a kid. How often did you go to the store and think about getting the entire freaking combiner? Most of the time it's like, oh, I want to get that car because it's cool. I like it, you know? You didn't care about the combiner. So that's, you know, that does go that direction. But then it's like, I like planes too. So I buy this car, combine it with this plane set. Okay, cool. It's, it's a no-brainer for some of these kids. Especially if, if a lot of them are like, I don't want who's Motormaster. I want the Optimus Prime, and the Optimus Prime combines with it. So you think about it, kids are going to be thinking of it that way, you know. And honestly, if you look, and I'm thinking, you know, if if the next one is Defensor, they already built a semi truck for Prime for Motormaster. Um, well, gee, repaint the damn thing and have like a whole thing that plugs on the back that makes it a fire truck. Yeah. But here's also something else, and this this is just a random notation I thought of. If Hasbro is smart, before this line starts hitting, they're going to start showing the G1 episodes on the hub. It, it may not be a flawless execution, but at least the kids can see the character name and the team they're on. Well, so, they, do, they did show those, but it was really late at night. Yeah. It was like later. Key to Vector Sigma would be a decent show. Oh, least, yeah. Those are good episodes. Yeah, Key to Vector Sigma, Starscream Brigade, Brigade that I've got. Play it at different times during early days is like a special Transformers uh, Generation 1 special. Well, hey, <clears> you know, <throat> I, I, doubt, I doubt they'll do it, but they can, like I, like I was saying for the. Uh, the special idiot hobby set throw the dvd with the characters in there as part of it uh, or they may do like or they may do like what they did for grimlock and have that seven dollar and fifty cent best of the dinobots dvd they may do a dvd with just these combiners on them like the great combiner battles or something do you guys think possibly in the future if um these combiners sell well that we might end up getting another dinobot combiner uh, that's an official one. Because from what, from everything I've gathered, even with Power Core, as much as people hated Power Core, 
They loved Grimstone. They well, loved that robot. Well, the uniform colors helped a lot too. Oh yeah, oh, and honestly, that, that would have helped. That would have helped the sales here in the states. Myself, well, I had the, I had well, the everyone, entire line. A lot of collectors I know that hated or just didn't care about PowerCore loved the Takara versions and would have bought the Takara versions. But the prices of seventy and eighty dollars for those sets that we could buy on clearance for five ninety eight at Target. Heck, yeah. I, I bought I bought the Mudslinger set <laughs> for four ninety eight. So it's here somewhere unopened. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, and you know, Hasbro tested the waters with those, like we were saying. This, I mean, and I guarantee you they've been listening. They've had their ears open. They've followed the forums. I can probably guarantee you somebody at Hasbro's like, yeah, we're going to probably do a G2 version of this Minosaur because look how much money this stupid eBay auction sold of something we should have produced back then. And lo and behold, you never know. There might be a KO company out there had their freaking ears open, might end up releasing those in G1 colors. Or take those G1 high qualities and release a um, G2 variant. You know, you never know. We don't know what we have in store, but one thing's for sure is we have an awesome headmaster coming out, which we've got to fill in, the, in, in everything that's everybody's been saying about that brainstorm. There's a lot of people want it, so no, I, I got a feeling we're gonna end up getting. Say again. <laughs> I mean, it's most people are going to want it. Yeah. Well, you know, I've got Smart and Robin, and it's he's going. not going anywhere when I get the Brainstorm. I've I've got uh, Brainwave, Toy World Brainwave, and I'm I'm quite happy with it. And I still plan on picking up uh, the the official Brainstorm. Third party is not uh, not impacting my desire to to have that toy at all. If uh, and and that's one. One thing a lot of people that, that hate on third parties, they think, well, you're taking money away from Hasbro. No, if you truly love a Hasbro product and a character, you're going to buy it regardless. I know Insane Galvatron was telling me the other day, he's going to buy every single version of Minasaur that has ever released because he that's, that's his favorite combiner. So he's going to have, you know, he's going to have the fans project where uh, he's got uh, Intimidator. Uh, he's got. Uh, he's going to get the Warbatron one when it, when or if it comes out, and he's going to get the Hasbro one. And, you know, it's not impacting him at all. Uh, you know, so I think you well, know those I mean, people this, that, this that hate on that part. Well, the second this thing came out, the second, and he drops off. He'll be back. We'll we'll let him get his uh, his his word in edgewise, but after that, we're going to move on to the uh, um, the new. Uh, we're going to briefly talk about the Transformers robots in disguise. I've got the uh, the trailer that was played at SDCC. I've got it queued up. I'll play it here in a moment, um, and then we'll talk a little bit about. Uh, we'll do a, 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 um, a one other news item, and then we'll talk a little bit about an app to my wallet and. Uh, and we'll wrap. Uh, Plasticon, go ahead and finish your... Uh... Um, what I was going to say, um, the second this thing hit, I was like, you know, posting it everywhere I could on Facebook and Twitter and all that, and I had some people saying stuff, you know, about the, the Metasorts coming out. They're like, well, I'm so glad I bought the third party, or blah, 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 and then my whole response was to the, you know, to the community, and 
you know, everybody's going to hear this. Not everybody wants to give $500 for a combining robot. Some people can only afford what comes out. And this, at a decent price point, it's probably is going to be well one less of the than best things. for the whole yeah, set. Well less than 100 bucks for the whole set. And you're going to be happy having a combiner that you've been wanting for years. Yeah, it might not be, you know, the best third-party toy. And there's nothing against third-party. I like third-party. They're great. But some people cannot afford them. So my whole thing is, guys, don't sit there and compare a Hasbro product to a third party. You guys just need to stop doing that period because it doesn't doesn't make anybody happy. I've had people like, all you're doing is showing how much of a bigot or an idiot you are by saying, oh, all indie toys are better than the official. Well, think about it. If Hasbro and Takara did not release what they released, you guys wouldn't even have these toys. Think of it that way. But also, enjoy the bots. Who cares? If you don't like it, don't buy it. That's all I gotta say. Absolutely. That's my well, rant to you, third party guys. By the way, I love you all. Um, also uh, re- announced at San Diego Comic Con, uh, we were shown a teaser trailer for the uh, new Transformers Robots in Disguise, which. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that name after the teaser trailer, but I've got it queued up here, and hopefully it will play okay. Um, So we'll mute our mics, and hopefully it'll come through here. If it doesn't, we'll come right back. trailer that was shown for Robots in Disguise at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, you guys have any initial thoughts on uh, on the video? I... Go, go ahead, uh, Brycey. I'm not sold yet on the animation. That's for sure. kind of looks really blocky. 
Like, not G1 blocky, but just angular to be angular. What about you, Plastic, huh? I actually like it. It's very anime-ish. I enjoy it. And um, I think I, the big thing that I like about it is it's, it's a cross between animated and prime, and I really like that. Yeah, uh, I, I see what you mean there. I mean, me personally, I, I think I like it. It's just the it, it looks too much like what we've had the last few years. I mean, it's it's pretty. Uh, it's like they took animated and prime and then just kind of mashed them together, and then you got this this show. Uh, what about you, Don? What's your thoughts on it? And audio is not working. Still muted. Sorry. Uh, um, I see a lot of animated in there, as, but more of the color palette than anything else. But I like the angular designs because since, since you're away from the pure CGI, at least the, the prime style of CGI, you don't have to have it. You know, it's it's got a fluidity, but also everyone is very sharp in contrast to everybody else. So it's the characters visually stand out more. Uh, also, I saw a little bit of Samurai Jack. It, th- those animation fans that watch Samurai Jack, the way some shots were. And it's connection. I thought that was me that disconnected. Nope, you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> He's frozen mid uh, stream there. He might might have dropped off. Well, I agree um, with him. I agree with him with the Samurai Jack. It does have that sellish kind of feel and. That sells it for me because I really like that. But that's it's a preference. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Are, are you back, John? Uh, Don? Yeah. Okay. I, I never left. Yeah. Yeah. You froze up for us. Oh, sorry. Right after the Samurai Jack comment, you. Oh, okay. You was a frozen head. Damn you, Aku! <laughs> but yeah, and it, it, it's just it's not quite so. It's not. It's not as jarring as when we went from. Cybertron to animated because that did take some getting used to and with the complete tone to shift design <laughs> this isn't that as a matter of fact the symbol that the auto saw that I'm thinking that's very rescue bodish are they going to be trying to tie the two shows into each other now closer but um, I'm not sure if that's just a design aesthetic that they chose or not well, it's it's very evident that the that the show is has got the uh, a very youthful look to it. The robots all kind of look youthful. I mean, you have the red robot, whatever his name is. That's, that's rumored to be smokescreen. That's supposed smoke to be smokescreen. Wow, that's what I've heard. He kind of had that uh, that spiky hair like look, you know, and and they all have this youthful look, you know. Yeah. Um, it's it's very possible they may be tying it into. Uh, rescue bots because uh, the kids that that have been playing for uh, with rescue bots for the last few years are now yeah. old enough they're they're going to want to play with these newer uh, more older oriented transformers. Yeah, the, the only downside is the rescue bots director said at Botcon they were trying to keep the excitement in rescue bots from rescue activities, not war. Yeah, but, have you guys you know, seen that's... the trailer for the new rescue bots? Uh, the one with the Dino... With the they all Dino turn mode. into Dinobots. Yeah. Which is so really they all cool. Third mode. Actually, for Heat Wave, this would be the fourth mode 
So, you know, it, well, I, I was kind of hoping for more crossover, but I was also hoping for Jack Miko and Rap. But I don't think I'm getting that either. They may, they may not be doing straight up crossovers, but what I'm what I'm trying to say though is that the kids themselves that have been playing with the Rescue oh, Bots yeah. are now older to the point where they they are wanting they're they're going to want an older geared toy. Right, um, and that Bumblebee looks. That's a Bumblebee I'm not going to mind buying. And have you, did you, did you notice, amazing to me. Did you notice that awesome. it looks like a very heavily retooled uh, RI, or, or a Prime RID Viacon? Uh, yeah. Now, I, now the now the, there's two running theories. It shares design characteristics that it was based off of it versus being a retool. Or it is an actual retool. You know, it could, could, it's sort of like Energon Starscream versus G2 Dread uh, Smoke Jumper. Uh, they transformed the same, but they were completely different molds. So, you know, this could be the same case as they, they, and they made a new mold, but used in the Viacon. Because I think of all the Prime Deluxes, the Viacon the Deluxe was probably one of the best loved of the entire series. I think it was the best engineered out of the entire series, myself. I think Megamus might agree with you on that. Because the engineering <laughs> behind that thing was just phenomenal. I mean, I've got Viacons, and I love those things. They're, the transformation was fun. It wasn't too hard, and it was a great engineered design. Devin Wheeljack, I think, was the best. Wheeljack was very uh, – Wheeljack is probably my second favorite mold out of the Prime series. But uh, I think it's going to be fun. You know, the older collectors, you know, I've, I've noticed there's people out there. there. There's collectors that appreciate Rescue Bots for its simplicity. And there's a lot of fun to be had watching the show from the, from the simplicity. And then there's other people that hate it for that very reason. I think, I think a lot of people are going to have to say, okay, yes, it's geared for younger kids. But there's no reason you can't watch this and still get some enjoyment out of it. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not going to knock people who watch it and everything, I, and I understand everybody has their uh, certain preferences. But me, as an older collector, um, Rescue Bots has zero appeal to me. I I am happy that it's there, and I want it to be there because you want the brand to continue, you want the brand to be healthy, and you want children to latch onto it because that's that's the core audience uh, for toys. And if if the toys are all you know fan link figures and everything, kids aren't going to latch onto them as easily as they would say at an earlier age, what which is what rescue bots are geared for. Uh, that yeah, being said, the show I, I really uh, you know I mean it's it's not for me, and I I, I have no interest in watching it. And no interest in the toys. Uh, I, I'm I'm not that type of collector. I, you oh, know, yeah. I don't want to get have, it just because it says Transformers. Yeah, I have no desire for the toys, but I, I like the show because it, it does keep it kind of simple. But they're really not talking down to kids, and they're not beating you over the head with a moral lesson. And any show that I get a chance to see Tim Curry do a voice on occasion is always is always a positive to me. Most definitely. Uh, well, any other uh, thoughts on the robots in disguise? 
that well, anything, that's pretty cool. anything on like the fact that line. they're basically reusing the name as <laughs> as a line yeah. name. How much commu- uh, How much confusion is like? Well, this is a uh, you know before we could always say RID, and everybody knew that we were referring to the line that was car robots at one time. And then we had started using PRID for the toys that came yeah. out from Prime that weren't first edition. Yeah. And now we have a nut. So it's like I'm going to I'm going to tentatively call it Neo RID. You know, uh, I mean, it's I'll, I'm just going to append it. Neo RID and what? RID Classic on face palming. <laughs> Neo RID. <laughs> well, I'm just R-I-D. laughing at that. That's funny. <laughs> Neo R-I-D. RID or new RID because. Why don't we just call it RID 2.0 and just call it good? There you go. RID Generation 3. Keep it simple. Neo RID sounds good. <laughs> RID Generation 3. I like that. Yeah. It'll end up with something real. That, that works. Or or it'd be Trid Transformers like RID. Chug was in the good. Yeah, I'd probably Trid. Yeah, Trid. See it happening. <laughs> it's already happening. Yeah, um, it's terrible. <laughs> we want to give a shout out to listener uh, Tater X. Uh, he pointed out that uh, uh, to me earlier. I know he's listening because uh, uh, he was talking about it uh, earlier on the uh, on Facebook. Um, he pointed out that Masterpiece Prowl, and especially Masterpiece Sunstorm, is now officially out and should be at a local Toys R Us. Uh, I'm looking at TFW right now, TFW 2005, and it looks like some people are finding Masterpiece Sunstorm at Toys R Us retail in Illinois. Um, so, uh, let's see here. There is a number here. I can pull it up if my connection will. Yes, there's a picture of them on the shelf in hand. Um, item number is 311207, and price is around $79.99, so 80 bucks uh, for Masterpiece Sunstorm. So uh, he's out on the shelf now. And, you know, I just got rid of nearly all of my Masterpieces. I, uh, I kept uh, Prowl. Grimlock, uh, Sideswipe, and uh, I have no Decepticons now, but I love that Seeker mold. It's the MP10 mold, or MP11, I'm I'm sorry, Uh, and it's the MP11 mold, even though the box shows the MP, uh, the the first version of that mold. and and I, I am a sucker for sand, uh, or Sunstorm. I, I love the, the gaudy, bright colors on him. I, I may pick that one up um, if I can afford it. Um, it, it looks awesome. Uh, but Prowl, I've already got. So uh, anybody else plan on picking up Sunstorm? I am. I am. Uh, I'm actually at ToysRust.com, and as of right now, no combination – of masterpiece sunstorm prowl did you can you type in the item number there and pull it up uh three three one one two zero seven see three one one two zero seven now let's see here Uh, under the regular search engine search nothing comes up if there's something where you have to put the number in specifically I don't know where that's at to try it, but as of right now, on just regular search, nothing is coming up 
uh, at all, at least online. Okay. Uh, go, uh, before I forget, we need to go back to uh, the um, new RID line. Uh, the Legends class figures are going to call or be called Legions, and apparently the Deluxes are going to be called Warriors. Uh, so wanted to throw that out there as well. Um, it's supposed to have a mini is it just me, or are you guys... I, I myself, I'm kind of tired of this class of, like, what size the figure is. Why can't they just stuck with, like, you know, Legends and Basic and Deluxe, something like that? Well, looking at the packaging that, uh, that Hasbro has on the shelf right now, it's obvious that they're not very... Uh, that their marketing department is not very good at... Uh, marketing, sticking, uh, marketing th- something, <laughs> and sticking with uh, with something that is identifiable uh, and understandable. And th- right now they've got it. You know, you've got so many different cl- size classes, and you know, okay, this, uh, you know, this is si- this size class is this price point. This size class is this price point, and everything. And all the freaking packages look the same. Exactly. And see, that's you know, if the box would say. Scout, Deluxe, or Warrior, and if they would change the trade dress, I can understand them having a uniform trade dress. That's marketing 101. Make sure your family of products is known and visible. But when yeah, it's have so that white side, sidebar that says Transformers, but have the rest of the package, it looks different. Yeah, yeah. But, and, or something. Because or do some kind of differentiation because, you know, you, you have the Deluxes. The deluxes should scream collector. The rest of them could be geared toward a kid. You know. Well, you know the thing of it is, look look at the shelf right now. Sorry, I have a cat laser deformant massy here, so he was, doesn't attack me. Uh, look at all the stuff on that. The kids are not buying all the one step stuff. The, no. the one step stuff, the action punch things, none of that's selling. The only thing selling is the generations figures. And, that's yeah, it. I mean, and the thing is, those uh, what is it? Those ones where it's Optimus Prime, right, and Grimlock. That's like a spark thing yeah, or something that. like that. I'm like, those don't sell. What, what, what's I, that? And, and that glow, and that glowing robot in the tube. <laughs> I, I brought this up earlier in the week. It's like, what is Avatar was five years ago? Why are you copying toys that didn't sell five years ago? Well, is the it, other thing that kind of irritates me is why. Is it just me, or is it, is it two or three different sizes of jumbos? Yeah, I, I don't that. understand that. I, I it's, and I've said this before in a different cast, but if you're gonna make a jumbo, you put a spring-loaded gimmick, you give it firing fists, it makes it sell. You put a jumbo on a shelf that doesn't do anything. Who's gonna buy that? Yeah, and they don't need. See that to me, they didn't need to get any simpler on the line, except maybe a few one-steps than the old Fast Action Battlers. That was as simple as you really needed to go unless you wanted some four the under-three crowd, like the one-step changers. The ones you have to open and twist to reveal these sparkling dinos, I can understand where they were going, but they, they have wasted a lot of money on making stuff too simple and it's boring. The Titan stuff is, to me, it's the same way. Yes, have you one large Grimlock and one Optimus Prime, but they're not going to, don't have it for $39. 
you know, or at least have this tightening stuff. It doesn't. I mean, it, it does not sell. Well, the one step Grimlock. Honestly, I mean, the the one step Grimlock is big as. This thing is awesome. I love this thing. <laughs> I think but, we lost um, him again. Yeah, we lost him again. Now we have Sorry. two. There he goes. I'm split in half again. Yes! <laughs> I'm invading the internet. You can't I like the pose that you got anyway. there. Yeah, you're, so, you're like pondering what you're going to say. So, so basically, you're <laughs> megabyte or hexadecimal. Anyway, what I, was gonna, what I was going to say is that Grimlock is not worth, what is it, like $79.99 for that thing? That one-step changing Oh, the, the stomping chunk? It's not worth that. I've seen reviews of this thing, and it's hor it's horrible. It doesn't even transform right when you shove it back down. A kid's going to get very frustrated with that and want to throw it against the wall. I mean, why give that much money for something that does not even function correctly? It just seems you to know? me they went too far... I know they were trying to make things simpler, and believe me, after Revenge of the Fallen Optimus Prime, I don't mind simplicity. But they've gone too far in this direction as a knee-jerk reaction. And the, right. the kids are not buying this stuff. And if the kids I mean, aren't buying it, you know the collectors aren't buying it. And my whole thing is, okay, Hasbro's got this awesome line coming out, right? Well... Unfortunately, we got a line on the shelf that nobody is touching. But oh, then again, we had yeah. that issue with, but we had that issue of power core combiners as well. That stuff went all on clearance. Then well, people but, started yeah. snatching it up like candy because they thought it was worth the clearance price. Yeah. So that might be what we're going to see with this line. But honestly, generation stuff keeps selling, yeah, and that's going to keep rolling out. No, that see that's why I can't that's why I'm I can't find a rat trap anywhere. Everywhere that sells generations is either full of movie toys, which is still selling at, at a decent pace because I, I had trouble finding Tobias. Uh, out of all the few stores I have in the area, I had to go to Toys R Us to get his scorn because no one in town had had a scorn in stock. I had one in my hand not even two hours ago. Yeah. And uh, he's not that hard to find. Yeah. yeah. But it's it was a knee jerk it was a knee jerk reaction. Too much of the simple stuff, and until it gets cleared, it's gonna be it's like it's like Superman stuff. It's gonna clog the shelves forever until it's clearance and got rid of. Yeah. Same thing with all that Iron Man crap that they had there for a while. It did the same thing. Oh yeah, the, the, and, the, and the, unfortunately the that's stuff. and unfortunately that's the demographics of of today. Great movie comes out. Got to make toys of it. Movie comes out, got to make some kind of toys of it. The, the thing I never understood is, why did they even make toys for Hunger Games? Huh. Explain that one to I me. I mean, the, the dolls, I can Somebody kind of Somebody on the forums, explain that. Why are there toys for Hunger Games? Now, out of you all know, movies? The, the Barbie dolls and things like that, I can understand to a degree. But actual action figures... Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's very, very, very odd. It's no wonder why that crap went on went on clearance. Well, the Robocop is already and on clearance you, in I mean, places. I'm, I'm going to touch base here for bronies. Why is there so many My Little Pony now? What What's driven this market to have 
half a section of nothing but My Little Ponies. There is a section of My Little Ponies at a local ridiculous. stop. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well now, well, now speaking of MLP, as a, as a tie-in to something that happened in the news this week, Hasbro is now going to allow through a certain manufacturer on-demand 3D printing for My Little Ponies products. It has to be approved by Hasbro, so it's not obscene, you know, profane, racist things such as that. Now for Transformers, hey, it's going to be. Is going to be really difficult to do because of the amount of parts involved. But this does open up the fact: if you want a GI Joe figure of of a character that, say, you want Serpentor in G2 colors or something like that, or whatever, this opens up a whole new thing that you can have human characters. Say you want a Sari uh, from animated in her robot form, or anything. Say you want a Nightbird figure. You know, you can have any of this stuff now at some point once it's authorized. So this could be the start of something big for the for the Transformer people once we see how it can be adapted. But for now, it's only allowed for My Little Pony. Yeah, for now, it's only pony stuff. Yeah. And I and I think I think it's just a it's just a regular base figure from whatever goop they use in a 3D printer, and you have to decorate it yourself. From what I understand. Mm. Yeah. Um. Also in the news, moving along, um, PlayStation Optimus Prime uh, was oh, also unveiled. Yes, I saw yes, that. I was yes, so awesome. I got it. <laughs> I was so disappointed when I saw that because I wanted it to be the Family Com Prime that I I showed a few months ago with the the controllers were the guns with the wires going to the back. Mm. That's well, kinda, this, I, this is this is their guys, answer to the Sega Mega Drive Megatron. Yeah. Well. I think that's. I mean, I honestly, I think that's kind of cool. I, I'm, I'm glad they're actually giving us an Optimus Prime to go with that. But something I would like to see a third party do is give us a Famicom. That's an Optimus, and you never know. These third party guys, they surprise us sometimes. Like the, uh, I forget who is it. Is it KFC Toys or something like that? It's doing the, the little legend size figures that are. Pretty much downsized deluxes that will fit with your Metroplex now, and they're like the only people in the market that are doing those. I think it's, it's KFC toys. Yeah, one of them. Somebody out there, straight me out. I forget what third party yeah. it is, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Those things looked amazing. I watched a, uh, um, I watched a botcon thing that Vangelis put up, and uh, Proto Man was on there hosting it. And it was really, really interesting seeing that third-party panel and seeing some of the cool stuff they got coming out. Because third-party's doing panel. great stuff. Yeah, it was the TFCon panel. Um, but it was really, really nice. I mean, seeing a lot of these things that are coming out. And that wasn't on the list, but give yeah. it time. You yeah. might end up getting little bitty uh, cartridges or something like that that goes with them. Or maybe like a CD that folds out. Yeah. It, craziness. I'm not sure if you want to show it or not, but I put in the chat the, the artwork that I found a couple of months ago after the Mega Drive Megatron was announced, and that's kind of what I was that's kind of what I was hoping they would do. Yeah, go ahead and share that if you want. Okay, Screen well, it's, 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 in the, it's in the chat. It's in the... Okay. I'm not sure if you can take a, a chat link and show it on the... And I, and I cannot give credit to whoever drew, whoever drew this. I do not know who drew I just... 
randomly found it on a, on a, on a uh, Google image search. But, Whoever drew this, thank you very much for giving it to us. Yes. Because <laughs> that's kind of what I was hoping to see. Okay, there we go. It kind of has the uh, Hero Prime look to it. Yeah, I love, I love, I love the way the controllers sort of just slide and become the blasters. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Now it'd be nice if they had it uh, to where it would actually play games. You know, like put put like a retro duo type. Um, you know, like Web chip in it. was a couple of years ago. Although Web Diver didn't didn't really go over too well, did it? Yeah. No, it did not. Web Diver, as awesome as those toys were, it did not really catch on very well because just it had a lot of shorting and such because of all the transformation gimmick in it. It ruined them. But you yeah. know they could probably do that nowadays with a lot less issues. But well, I mean, if you think about the size of a cartridge for for like Nintendo and Famicom, it wasn't that big. I mean, you can literally take a Nintendo cartridge and plug another Nintendo cartridge into it because that's how big the actual system really was. It was a teeny tiny motherboard, so it really wasn't that big. So I can see them probably engineering some craziness like that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'd back it. Somebody get a Kickstarter up for that thing. Oh, yeah. Come on, people. I know you're listening. At least it's more <laughs> worth backing than potato salad. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, come on. If a guy can make $36,000 off a potato salad, imagine what we can make off of building a Famicom Optimus Prime that will actually play your Nintendo games. Do it, people. Get on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, let's do a quick ouch my wallet uh, before we log off here. Uh, I've got something I kind of want to show when uh, pimp a, a couple of our uh, – uh, couple people that uh, put out some great stuff um, ouch my wallet is brought to you by capturepray.com uh, great toys great prices great service capturepray.com as well as mega toy fan um, you can go to megatoyfan.com or find him at uh, your um, at the biggest uh, conventions around like TFCon and um, uh, Mega Toy Fan is also great for uh, a lot of vintage toys. So if you're looking for something vintage, parts, hit up Mega Toy Fan, and he can help you out. But uh, one thing I want to show uh, now, it's, it's uh, and I do apologize, I've got a bit of a cold going on tonight, guys. Uh, the uh, the Repro Label set is no longer available, but uh, they just recently put out a. Uh, Repro label set to turn in turn uh, uh, Transformers Prime uh, Beast Hunters Dark Steel into Death Saurus, and conjunction with um, Render Form, uh, they put out a a set called Death Czar that is a limited that is limited to 250 sets. Um, they put it out, and this is the end result. Basically, turns. Uh, dark steel into a classics death source and uh, you got the uh, the gun there's actually it comes with two guns but I, I like the one gun thing and then you can connect uh, dark steel's uh, existing claw on there for like the uh, uh, for the morning star look 
there's the render form head on there. I don't know if you can see it. It's kind of blurry on my screen. Um, and it's got the light piping eyes and good uh, view of the, the weapon there. I don't know if you can see, but on the weapon it says uh, uh, D3... Oh, it's on the other side. Yeah, D336, which is Generation 1 Death Source's uh, Destron designation. And you can also check out the repro labels there. Uh, oh, so non-expertly applied, because I, I generally suck at it, but um, I think I did okay uh, on the uh, application of them. This is really awesome set, and uh, this is made possible through uh, Repro Labels, uh, which the set was free if you were uh, were uh, in the market for them. Uh, they are no longer available, from my, what I understand. But the DefSAR uh, set from uh, RenderForm should still be available, and I believe it's about forty bucks. Uh, but really, really worth it, and really high quality parts. Um, so big props to. Uh, Repro labels and uh, render form for those sets, and I picked up Dark Steel on clearance at Target for six bucks. So forty-six bucks I have in that guy, and and I think he's worth it. Anybody yeah, I else have it? The surprise of DFCon. Oh, Columbia this project brought this guy out in the Diaclone homage. Want. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, I know, especially He's since pretty. the Diaclone dude actually has magnets. <laughs> and picked oh. up those too. Yeah, that's that's so beautiful. I love the how the on the bio. I don't know if you can see it, but the tops like the definition of a knockoff, and the bottoms the definition of a homage. <laughs> Just to like straighten out the. Oh, now. One of the guys on RFC uh, was there, and they opened theirs, and there's a form that you fill yeah, you out. Yeah, Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't know what you get when you send the form in. Have you heard anything about that? There's rumors of um, the only access thing to I've the heard, full set and a bunch of other things. The only thing I heard was um, Piog said that he's sending his in when he did his review. But he actually showed the form and everything. It was fairly interesting, but he didn't know anything about it either. Yes, so, it's, it's a congratulations. It's, it's a mystery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've opened up your collectible limited edition, whatever, and it's like, okay, I'm officially curious as to what you get for it. I, I really mean, honestly, know. I I think it's cool. It'd be awesome if they do the entire set, but we don't know if they really are yeah. or not. Or if it was when just kind at, of a joke. I asked them at the show before I bought it. They said they were going to do the rest of the set. Okay. Like fan well, shots. There you there. go. So, yeah, one, yeah. There you go, GG fanboys. Get on it. Yeah. One part a year for five years. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. I really like the red they used on this. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's like a if, if really nice metallic red. If I wasn't getting the fans' toys version, I would probably have tried to get one of those. But I kind of guess Scoria too. Yes, yeah, scale doesn't usually bother me, but I do kind of want to stick with the same scale with the Dinobots. Because because if you collect for scale, Transformers is not the line that you need to be collecting. No, definitely not. Scoria doesn't go on the same shelf as this. 
<laughs> scale and transformers should not be used in the same sentence. <clears throat> Unless there's an out of in the middle. Yeah. Uh, so, Plasticon, you have any uh, anything for Ouch My Wallet? I got a couple things. Um, I had a buddy of mine that he went to a small little convention in his town. And um, he managed to pick up a mini spy for me that I didn't have. It's a little Jeep. He's the Autobot. You guys don't know what these are? These mini spies were given out with the uh, mini bots during Generation 1. These were actually packaged with it. So, yeah, the guys that had the decoys and yeah, the guys that had the mini bots. And the great thing about the mini bots is they have a uh, spring loaded motor, so you can just pull it back and let it go. So, it's kind of cool. Transformations very, very easy on these. They're pretty cool. They're very difficult to try to catch all these, though, because there's so many of them. There's probably, I think there's like 10 or 15. 24. Yeah, there's. Including there's, well, I've I've heard uh, there's actually a few more unofficial combinations of just wrong wrong colors getting. Uh, I've heard there's been variants found through years. D- different countries got different colors with different rub signs. Mm-hmm. I, I heard there could be anywhere up to 50 different total. Yeah, there's a ton of those little guys. It's very difficult, but my whole thing is I'm trying to get every single solitary Places one of them released. all. There, there's at so least. Many. Yeah. But they're pretty cool. Nice. Um, another thing I, I got. Was, I was, I was 14 when those. <laughs> his connection is not too good right now. Uh, his his is better than mine. Mine keeps kicking me off. Okay. Big Bad Toy Store sent me an email and said, oh, by the way, you got a pre-order that you completely forgot about. And I'm like, I do. So I was like, okay, I sent them my information. And they sent me this in the mail. I completely forgot that I had a double dealer. (laughs) So this is to my fans out there that are watching. This will be a 1,000 subscriber giveaway. I will have details coming up on my YouTube pretty soon. 1,000 subs, this will land in he your mailbox. So he looks good. Oh, he's a beautiful robot. I just have not been collecting generations like everybody else. The combiners are an <laughs> exception, honestly. But um, this thing is pretty cool. And it will be 1,000 sub giveaway on my channel. Sorry, I'm plugging myself a little bit. And since we are live and some people are going to watch this and some people are going to see me at TFCon, okay? I've got a little thing here going on and I know it's something a lot of you guys probably have heard me talk about in the past, but I've got a couple things here that I'm working on. These are projects. Um, They're made of solid wood that I'm building. What this basically is going to allow you to do, you'll be able to mount this on the wall and then you'll be able to put your sound wave and sound blaster on there. Along with you guys that have your Megatron. And then you lucky bastards that have a Browning. You'll oh, be able yeah. to actually hang it on the wall like this. I have some place to put my Browning then. This is a prototype. I will be doing modifications. Some of them are not going to have the browning slot, mainly because not everybody has this guy. But I will be coming up with prices and stuff for these pretty soon. And the other one I have, because I have two, obviously, 
These will be painted, by the way, if you guys are um, wondering. This will be painted in the Decepticon purple. And then I've got the Autobot. Your twin cast and um, blaster will sit on these shelves just fine. And there is a space here for the red variant of the browning, but I will replace it with a shelf for those who do not have that. So well, you'll be able to put any bots you want. And these will hang on directly on the wall. Um, Scepter. Yeah, you could probably put your scepter maybe here or up top. Um, or maybe you set Perceptor down here. I might actually drop the shelf down a little further for those. This will be done in red. The other one will be done in uh, purple. Um, I'm still hashing out prices on these things. Um, the thing is, I'm going to be taking my two prototypes with me to TFCon, and I will have a... I'm basically going to have an Excel sheet where people can put down all their information. Um, there will be an upfront charge on this because these things are being built of wood. I will have to build them, manufacture them, and mail them out to you guys. So there will be a cover charge for those, kind of like a pre-order charge. You guys know about those, too. Yeah. So, well, now, but they are solid wood. Is the, is the shelf you're going to add to the Autobot one, will it be big enough to hold a G1 Optimus Prime? Um, let me answer that real quick. I mean, because I got a G1 Optimus sitting here. Because I figured that that would be definitely you would, you would want to put on that on that display would be a G1 Prime. I mean, you can set him there, just fine. But it won't be long enough for a actual, like a full-on trailer. Okay. Um, if any of you guys out there have suggestions, and I'm talking, I'm going to have to have more than like three suggestions. I need like tons of suggestions. If you guys would like to see a longer shelf put on there. I can acquire that, but the thing is, is I'm not doing every one of them custom, because if I do that, I'll be stuck with 700 orders with customs for every one, and that's going to be too crazy. i got to try to have a standard. So um, I'm trying to do it the best way I thought. You know, maybe somebody might want to put their blaster and their sound wave and all those on those, and maybe have like a smaller shelf to be able to put your um, cassettes. So that way you guys have a place to put those, because most guys... They're either stuck leaving it in robot mode or, you know, I've got mine up top of stuck leaving it in tape deck mode to keep it from falling over. Well, it would be kind of nice to actually have a display for them. So you guys let me know what you guys want. But that's all I've got. What about you, Don? Uh, the only thing I've got is some stuff upcoming right now. I don't need in hand because I can't find anything locally. Uh, I have a pre-order with uh, a company for Kronos that I am debating on based on recent information. And I just put a, in a pre-order uh, for the Quantron uh, Make Toys Computron. So I have, I have some stuff pending, but nothing right now because I can't find crap. <laughs> if it's anything like around here, I mean, the Walmart shelves are just clogged with AOE stuff. I, I think I saw uh, some generations uh, at a Kroger uh, this afternoon, and uh, it was the wave with uh, Rhinox and Whirl. That's all I can find locally, too. I just now saw the first double dealer in the wild about two weeks ago. Uh, I've seen one. one double dealer in the wild, and that's been about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
that's uh, that's about it for uh, for this show. I do have a programming note uh, for me personally. Uh, next week, I will not be able to be on the show because I will be helping our sponsor, Captured Prey, at Fandom Fest in Louisville, Kentucky. So if you're coming to Fandom Fest uh, or you're in the Louisville area and you can uh, drop by Fandom Fest, uh, check out Captured Prey. Um, and also, if you're in the Louisville area, check out the... Uh, uh, the moon base is at uh, the zone uh, comics and uh, toy fever I believe is uh, the other place moon base one and moon base two uh, you can uh, buy uh, capture prey uh, stock a uh, also uh, aka third party products and some to car generations and, and everything at those locations uh, so check us out uh, next week I believe uh, hopefully plastic on uh, would you be available next week to host? Um, with my connection, I don't think I'll be able to do much, but I will do some digging and get somebody on it's, here to help out. Okay. It's possible that, uh, Megamus may be back as well and he, uh, he might be able to help. If uh, Megamus I, isn't here, then I'll grab, a will I'll, I'll talk to Proto Man. Maybe I can get him on here. Yeah. Uh, but, um, again, I will not be able to be on next week. So, uh, uh, hopefully guys won't. Uh, run away with too much and, and murder people and, and, and cause some kind of big scene and show lots of titties on the on the screen. And... Well, 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 we're <laughs> really, man? Really? We, come on. Come we, on. You took we, away all the fun. We can leave the murder part to Massey. <laughs> there, 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 not, there'll be rampant drinking. You know what? You know what? I, I, I can't murder anybody with GPS on this cast. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Oh. Damn no, it. no pot smoking, no drinking. No. But I can't sniff my GPS plastic. No, you can't snort your GPS plastic. Damn you, it! You can't, you can't, you can't snort that gold blow, bro. <laughs> Why not? Why not? What Just else can't. is it good for? Just can't. Well, guys, well, well, maybe oh. you, maybe you can glue it back into the G2 slingshot it came from. It, uh, may, uh, maybe you can you can re, uh, re reconstitute him together uh, from that gold glitter and put him back together, and you can say he's an Age of Extinction human created G two character. You know, <laughs> Jurassic Park, <laughs> Jurassic Park using GPS dust. Yes, yes. The, the toy's oh, DNA God. is in this dust. We can we can reconstitute it. I know, right? Good God, this thing is horrendous. It's we can combine. We can combine its this. DNA. We can combine its DNA with a GoBot, and see what we get. You know, Rock Lord. Yeah. be a gold <laughs> oh, be the gold variant of Leader One. Don. Plasticon, thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next time on Transformers for your listening pleasure. Everybody take care. And you too. Later, y'all! This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast 
at tfylp.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!